This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along to the Friday morning episode. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's um, if you if you listen to Six Music, Sam, it's it's the T-shirt day. Yeah, they do every year where everyone wears a T-shirt. Yeah, I haven't got my band T-shirt on, I'm afraid, but I do have a couple of band T-shirts. So, I mean, you've got a bunch. You've got a one of I would say one of Britain's best band t-shirt collections thank you very much I look forward to seeing them on our like whatsapp calls every day what's this you got today that's that's Ivor Cutler I don't even know that is he's a a, a now now deceased old Scottish fella who did um, strange poetry and music I first Mm. heard him on John Peel when I was about 15 on the John Peel show got into him through that and uh, yeah, and if anyone's listening and hasn't heard Ivor Cutler before, if you've heard the Scottish songs that Bob does on Athletic Mints, there's a strong resemblance to Ivor Cutler. Oh, it's okay. just uh, he's quite influenced by Ivor Cutler. I'll, I'll give it a he listen. Knows. I'll so, give yeah, it a listen. He, that that that's mine. But I, you know, I've been listening to it this morning. I wish Six Music would do a day like a theme day where there's no input from listeners whatsoever. Ah, you grumpy old bastard. That <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh, man, for fuck's sake. Mind you, talking, just quickly talking to Bob, Lauren <laughs> this morning, is I saw on Twitter, she's wearing her Mulligan and O'Hare T-shirt, which yeah, I thought I was that. a lovely yeah, touch. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. As, as Mulligan and O'Hare, as Sonic Youth. As Sonic Youth, yeah, very <laughs> that's good. That's good. So, come on then, what's annoyed you about the Six Music listeners? Oh, it's, it's all the fucking smugness of it. All the time they text <laughs> their comments in. <laughs> And they fucking I I told you one the other day, which I don't even wanna I don't even wanna like repeat because it was to do with a serious illness that somebody had. But the the smugness of it was so fucking It is quite a smug station, yeah. Oh I I I can't I just can't I can't I can't take it. Yeah, it uh, is quite a smug station. But you know, people um it's like a, it's a little community, a little family. <laughs> and uh, people like, you know, they, the other people who are in it, a lot of them like it. And then they send messages back and they all feel, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I must admit there was a time now, obviously I, I'm a, I'm a big six music advocate. And, uh, but there was a time when I used to really dislike six music and my wife would listen to it and I'd take the piss out of her because for precisely that reason, I thought it was it was smug, Guardian reader, White radio middle class. Yeah, yeah, exactly, very very middle class sort of thing, and uh, and so it wound me up for that reason. And I remember when I worked at Heat, it was owned by Bauer, who uh, I don't even yeah, it still exists, but like they published magazines, but they also owned loads of commercial radio stations, including mm. Kiss FM and all sorts of other ones. They wanted to be. And the my boss there, the chief exec, was a uh, I won't say his name because he probably um, he's rich and powerful and might sue me. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. it makes no difference now. People know I'm talking about if they know that industry. But he's a you know very successful, smart guy. But he was also slightly intimidating. He right. was he was like he wasn't the traditional sort of kind of posh sort of CEO you'd imagine. Right. He wasn't like CJ yeah. from Reggie Perrin, right? Yeah. He was slightly like a, a, 
an iffy boxing promoter. It's something of the street about him. Yeah, exactly. Like he'd fought his way up. He'd scrapped his way from the bottom, which obviously made me respect him more. But but like like anyone who is involved in or in charge of commercial radio, he fucking hated the BBC. <laughs> right. But... When you sat with him, and he and I was like, well, when I first arrived, I was like, well, I rather like Archie Beep. They do some wonderful documentaries. Shut it, Delaney, <laughs> you fucking punts, or I will fucking <laughs> open you up like a tin of beans. You don't talk about the corporation under my roof. Yeah, exactly. You're on my payroll now. I don't want to wear that fucking filth spilling from your muggy little gob anymore. <laughs> right? And uh, he talked me round to it because when you looked at, like, the you know like the unfair advantage that the BBC would have over I mean we've talked about it in terms of podcasting it actually annoys us so you know you can see it both ways I like the BBC I think it's a a good thing generally speaking but I also think fuck's sake they want to wind their neck in a bit in the old fucking podcasting game it's absolutely ridiculous the amount of fucking investment they churn into not just making podcasts that's fine but fucking promoting a marketing bullshit niche mm-hmm. podcast that sort of like can soak up a fucking market and put put scrappy entrepreneurial commercial sector people like us. Uh, anyway, blah, 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 fucking boring. But uh, where it was around the time that Six Music was, remember they said they were going to shut it down. They said, fuck yeah, this, we're shutting it down. Yeah, wasn't there? Yeah. And at the time, I wasn't a Six Music listener. And I don't know. I think Six Music's changed over the years. We're going back now. This would have been about 2010. And my impression of Six Music was a station exclusively for middle-aged men, probably men like I am now, to be fair, because back then I would have been in my 30s. And I just thought, these cunts only want to listen to fucking Bowie and Neil Young, right? It is white music for white men. Right, and mm. it's a fucking waste of everyone's time and money, and it's fucking dull, right? Uh, I might have been completely wrong. I do think that its on-air lineup was a lot more that kind of vibe back then, if I remember rightly. Yeah. It was yeah. before the mighty Lauren Laverne, like, sort of became the dominant figure um, within the station, and they had more, like, diverse sort of, like, music on it, I think. But I don't, like I say, I don't know. I was basically making my mind up about the station based on scant knowledge. And I got really into the idea of them shutting it down, specifically because in my office at Heat, there was one guy who was extremely smug and absolutely fucking loved Six Music and got involved in the campaign to support it very vociferously. And he sort of embodied everything that I kind of found irritating about Six Music. So for my own entertainment, that my my gaffer, the fucking boxing promoter turned publishing magnate, has gone, that fucking cunt in your office. I've been seeing him. He's on your, this is on your watch. He's part of your family and he is Mm. promoting our deadly rivals. And he's even used the pages of the magazine, which I think he did. I think he saw, because there was a big petition and a campaign by the smug people of Britain to save Six Music. And he got behind it. But but it was fucking, honestly, it was like, it was actually quite sacrilegious because 
for for us to use pages of our magazine owned by a commercial radio owner to support this station because really it was commercial radio owners like ours who were behind mm. the fucking campaign to have it shut down. My well, it's, in, it's interesting that the commercial companies have never even bothered to make a station like that because there's no fucking well yeah no, nothing but, in it for them. Yeah, but that you could argue well, is what the BBC, the BBC exists, is for because yeah yeah. Exactly. It exactly. does things that, that, you know, sometimes we should, you know, and that, the only example any cunt can ever use when they're defending the BBC is, of course, Attenborough. So I, will, com- I yeah. will conform to that trope and say, well, no one would make something like Planet Earth in the commercial sector. But of course, that's bollocks because the Discovery Channel's whole fucking channel full of that. It's all of it. And Attenborough's gone off and done stuff on Sky as well in the past. Ah, oh, just fucking go wherever but, the money is. But... Uh, yeah, I mean, something being commercially viable is not necessary. I mean, for instance, would the BBC, like, uh, would, no, hang on, the point I was about to make was incoherent, so I'll leave it there. Not that that usually stops me. But I reveled in getting attacking Six Music and shutting down this guy in my office for promoting <laughs> So in a way, the station that I now love and listen to all the time um, many years ago, I played a small role in trying to destroy. So it just goes to yeah. show what age does to you. But I also think that they started playing fucking non-boring white kind of fucking 1970s rock music, which I I maintain <laughs> is what they did for many years. That and indie yeah. music. And it's like, fuck well, off. The playlist still leaves a lot to be desired. I mean, my favourite is... is- uh, Chris Hawkins, who is, let's be honest, a friend the of the show. Yeah, he's legendary. He, he 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 plays the best stuff, but it doesn't. It's only on before half seven in the morning. You've got to be out of bed early to, to get here. Charles Peterson, Huey Morgan, um, uh, uh, Gideon Cole's good as well. I don't. I, I like he's Gideon a bit Cole. too. He's a bit too late for me. Deb, what's the name? Deb Grant. They, Deb Grant. They, she's great. They isn't they she? They, they don't play enough pop music. They don't play it. You know, there's like a, a Twitter account that tells you what's playing on Six Music mm. at any given time. So you can go on this Twitter account and it'll tell you what's on. Yeah. Uh, so in case you don't know what you're listening to or what the song was that was on 10 minutes ago, yeah. you want to find out what it was, you can do that. And I, I searched that. What is Twitter that account called, for, that Twitter account? I, I can't I think it's Six Music Now playing, something like that. Right. You can find it if you search. It might have been shut down now, actually, because they, they've changed the rules of. Twitter and Elon Musk's changed mm. people being allowed to auto tweet things and algorithms and all that right. shit so it might, it might have disappeared but I searched it for Mel and Kim once and they only played Mel and Kim three times in the last ten years well, fuck that yeah yeah but it's not a you pop know. station there's loads of stations yeah, but that play Mel got, and Kim no, it, no it's, there's got to be room for everything it's, got, it's supposed to be great music isn't it and there's this fucking inverse snobbery yeah. about pop no, music no they, they do play I was thinking that yesterday they play I was thinking how it's strange how they they would play Prince, and they play Prince very regularly, but they wouldn't yeah. play Michael Jackson. And I thought, yeah. that's strange. They play Prince Stevie Wonder, but they wouldn't play Michael Jackson. I thought, why would yeah. they play Michael Jackson? And, uh, you know, and uh, there might be because he's a nonce, but I think it's because someone has decided that it was slightly more pop. What, because they sold a few more records? It's produced by fucking Quincy Jones, you know, a jazz musician. Uh so I was that annoyed me, and I was thinking of something else. But you know, like they'll play. There's like a fine line. I was thinking about this the other day. Like they'll play Shaka Khan, for instance. Yeah, they'll play that um, song Shaka Khan did about three years ago endlessly. Right. That new one she did that got on some adverts. 
I, 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 but the, yeah. I, I hear that one. They'll play Shaka Khan from the eighties and from the seventies, but they but there's other but they wouldn't play. Uh, they wouldn't play Whitney but, Houston. Oh, I know what made me think of it was that they were going through. Someone was had requests in. I think it was Craig Charles, and someone had, and it was a theme. So you know, it was like a song about a particular theme. One of those phone-ins, mm. and someone had asked for a Banana Rama song. And he sort of chuckled and went, I don't, I don't think we quite get away with playing Banana Armor on Six Music. Oh, really? And oh, I went, really? I thought to myself, I wonder why not? Because, mm. you know, there are certain pop bands from the 80s you would play, mm. you know? Exactly. So I, I don't know. Who knows how they work it out? Uh, what I tend to do is I listen They've to Lauren Burns. They've probably just got some sitting in the corner who just decides. <laughs> I listen to Chris Hawkins and Lauren Vernon in the morning. And and sometimes Marianne Hobbs spend what I'm doing, but then what I, I'll do is I, I listen to I use the BBC Sounds app to curate what I listen to, perhaps in the car. Like I think oh, I listen, to, I forgot to listen to Giles Peterson on Saturday. I'll listen to it in the week. And I tell you what else, if you want the more poppy vibes, it's really good. You can just search cloud busting because Lauren Laverne every morning does cloud busting, which is just fucking bangers, yeah, which are yeah, usually yeah, more no, pop. That's, that's that's the that's the bit that annoys me the most. You annoy that. You is that, that because that? <laughs> the listeners request it it's because it's, it's it's a really really archetypal white middle class playlist I think yeah, that's where you'll hear that <laughs> that's where you'll hear that Shaka Khan song yeah. you'll hear like some talking black song. music you'll hear some like talking black music that white people really like yeah, right, and there's okay. like like it's like fucking let's have Isaac Hayes and or, now you're or, getting really or, demanding or, you're like or, or I don't enemy. just want black music I want black music that only black people like no, that's, that's very demanding. Well, maybe I'm a demanding man. Yeah, you are. Maybe my standards are a, a bit higher. Yeah. But that that yeah, the Mel and Kim thing. I know now and again they'll have one of their theme days where it's guilty pleasures, and that's mm. where they'll probably play Mel and Kim. Fuck off, put Mel and Kim on any time. Respectable's brilliant. Yeah, it is. Play it whenever. That gets me on to the comeback of Girls Aloud, which yeah. I'm really excited about because I've seen them live a couple of times in the past before. Uh, it was my daughter's first gig when she was four. It might have been a little bit more about me than it was about her, but we went. That's the main <laughs> thing. And we, we went again a few years later when she was eight, and we're going to be going again to the comeback tour next year. Um, and this is just a little bit of public service information. There's a book that came out last year called Reach for the Stars by a guy called oh. Michael Cragg. And yeah, it is, I heard about it's this. Sub- subtitled Fame, Fallout and Pop's Final Party. It's one of those things where it's it's mainly just first-hand accounts by the people who were involved in it. And it's the, it starts off with Spice Girls and there's Girls Aloud, Steps, S Club 7, Sugar Babes, Atomic Kitten. And yeah. it's all the people who are in the groups and who produced them and managed them talking about the whole thing. And yeah. it's really really good it's got really interesting insight into how the music industry works and how and how these groups just get completely fucked over by the industry and by record labels and yeah. all this kind of thing it's a brilliant book but if you've got kindle it's only 199 today on the kindle uh for a black friday thing or whatever and it's well worth a read so that's my that's my public service pop announcement for today very good i had something so i wanted to recommend Oh, I can't fucking remember. It'll come back. Oh, yeah, I drove back. Thing. I drove back quite late from Brighton last night. Oh, like you were we there, sometimes you? do yeah. when we're on tour from various you places. Your best ever was when you went from Bristol to Sunderland almost on a whim. 
Yeah, uh, I just that, went, fuck this, I need to get home. That was one of your most <laughs> impressive moments. It was quite late that in the day, la- you went, I'm fucking driving back tonight. <laughs> uh, I think that was the, the longest two, drive. Yeah, four hours. Mm. Uh, yeah, right. So yeah, but it, so it wasn't that bad, but it it messed with my usual ten o'clock bedtime. I think I didn't get in till eleven thirty, so I'm feeling a bit confused now. You're a bit sluggish. <laughs> you don't have a, uh, a triple espresso. Do you oh, still I've do had that? I think I've had two cups of tea and a coffee so far. <laughs> right, and I've got uh, my fucking son's fun phone busted, mate. And this is like it's a really old phone, uh, iPhone. And it's busted a few times, and I take it to the you know eye smash. Have you got yeah. have you got an eye smash near you? And you, you go, you, and they like it's you can get it fixed, mm. but it, get, it gets to the point where it's like a fucking joke, and they run out of parts because it's such an old iPhone. They're like, you must right. be joking, mate. There's no parts left for that anymore. And the amount of times I've had this fucking phone fixed, and I think mm. today's the day. Where it's finally just give it like its innards were spilling out of it this morning. What? How? <laughs> it was like it's like guts were falling out, like in a war movie, and someone's <laughs> been like shot in the stomach. Expanded inside it and burst out of the casing or something. Jesus yeah, Christ. no, it's just like the the casing's broken, split, right? Which has done before, and you just keep going back and paying money to fix it. And by the time you've had it fixed this many times, it probably would have been cheaper to get another phone. Or so you think they're fucking expensive iPhones. I mean, get a it's unbelievable. One. Get a refurb one. I've yeah, that's got what refurbs I'm for me kids. That's probably what I'm going to do. Me- but, uh, music, you know. music Magpie. I usually get them from there. It's pretty good. Oh, I'll look that up now. I know we'll get we'll get lots of people writing and say, I bought something from Music Magpie and I was less than happy. Oh, do you research? Please do, do not you? endorse Music Magpie on your show. Yeah. You are supposed to be advocates of mental health, but Music Magpie <laughs> impacted my mental health very badly in 2018 <laughs> when I bought a substandard refurbed iPad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've had a couple of uh, co- pieces of correspondence recently that's been a bit... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Telling us um, what to do. Tell us what to yeah. do with our lives. If we See? wanted to be told what to do with our lives, we'd get proper fucking jobs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the other thing I was going uh, was going to suggest, recommend. I haven't seen it yet though, but there's a documentary about Ronnie O'Sullivan. I think it's on Amazon Prime, and it's behind the scenes, and the, the cameras have followed him round for about two years, uh, doing his doing his Ronnie O'Sullivan and here and there, and apparently there's some really uh, some really good stuff in it. So if you like Snook, if you like Ronnie O'Sullivan, yeah. get that right, watched. That's good. Ronnie um, O'Sullivan do something with David Beckham, or did I dream that? Didn't they do a joint thing about OCD? I'm not Ronnie. sure. I think I think was Beckham not at the the launch of this documentary the other night or something. I don't know. Oh, maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe they're, they're mates and he supported him. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm seeing a picture of them together. There's a thing. There's a thing I've seen on social media that the old pal John Bradley. From um, yeah, from Game Game of the Thrones. So, yeah, he's uh, he, he's been, he's done a thing for Sky Sports, Sky Football about sport of Manchester United, and there's a bit I where see. he talks about David Beckham coming to him for a selfie and how mind blown he was by it. Really, <laughs> I like that. Oh, yeah. he's a massive Man U fan, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got a new show coming out soon. Um, Beckham Beckham wanted a selfie with him, and it kind of rocked his world a bit. That's amazing. So that's good. 
Um, I don't know what we're, what, what we're talking about, dear. We got anything oh, to re- talk I about? I think his new show. No, hang on. I'm trying to. I want to promote his new show now. North Shore. Must be North Shore. Paramount Plus. Get it watched. John Bradley, a great actor and a great man. Yes, he, he is. He truly is. Um, I think if uh, you ever die, Sam, I'll probably ask him to take over. Yeah, that would be perfect. Or vice well, versa, I, you feel free to ask him if I die. No, I've got a separate list. He is on it. Oh, you've got someone lined up, have you? All right. <laughs> well, I, I was hoping for it to be... Who was the guy who used to go... Who who Bernie Clifton, is he alive? Yeah, he's just started doing his autobiography, or it's coming out now. He's 87. Yeah, so... He's just written it. So I've, I've got... I think Clifton would probably be my first go-to. But, I mean, I know that's an obvious choice, but... It's an obvious choice, but I think sometimes it's good to go for the obvious choice, isn't it? Yeah, Bernie Clifton. I'd probably go for maybe um, John Bradley or, or Ringo Starr mm. or Niall, Niall Quinn. <laughs> yeah. One of those. Quinny would be... Well, <laughs> Quinny's got that humanity. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> He's got yeah, that humanity, which the... I think goes really goes down well amongst podcast listeners. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes... Lots of other marvellous benefits and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash iron filings. Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jalapeño. You could rotate it like... um. Like they did on Have I Got News for You. Oh fucking hell! You don't know, do that. Then you've got to like book when people Ang- and when do Angus Deaton admin got done for doing gear in a hotel room with process all the time. Don't you yeah. think it's a bit off that they never let him back after that? Yeah, I thought they would have done eventually, but you know, like, yeah, because he was the I, best. I, at I, it. I, Nobody's been better. I thought those fucking Ian Hislop and what's his name, the other one. They were right cunts to him about it, as far as I yeah, can establish were. as well. It's like, yeah. all right, the guy slipped up. I wonder if, because that was a long time ago, I wonder if nowadays with people being a little bit more understanding and compassionate about things like addiction and mental health, he mm-hmm. might have been cut more of a break. Because back then, simpler times, people were fuck. That people acted like he'd been caught fucking noncin or something, and everyone was I mean, it's really. Not like, it's not like he he gobbed into a car window or anything. Well, exactly. Uh, and also, you know, we've since had a prime minister who's like a serial adulterer and all these yeah. other sorts of things, and people let or, or a fucking president as well who sort of bragged about sexual abuse whilst in power and all the rest of it. <laughs> And uh, so you look back, you think, poor fucking Deaton got a right fucking good kick in for that, didn't he? He must be fucking sick. He must think about this yeah. a lot. Yeah. About how uh, he got and I wouldn't blame over. him. 
I wouldn't I mean, blame if you, if you if if you believe what you hear at the COVID inquiry this week, we've got a prime minister. Well, who, he was involved in it. Who, whose decisions? Oh. Whose decisions actively led to the deaths of thousands of extra people that needn't have died? Yeah, yeah. you know that's not that's not great, is it? And that'll just all but fucking then, rumble on, and people will end up saying, "Well, Boris is Boris," <laughs> and he will come. He will probably will present. Will oh, I got news for you again come. before Angus Deaton does. Amen, Amen, Farage. Don't be surprised to see them come back in fucking partnership with a new party that would probably fucking get elected. I did, I did think for a moment you were going to say that Angus Deaton had turned up at the COVID inquiry or that in some way he had turned out to be behind a, a really dodgy, like yeah. one of those uh, protective yeah. equipment deals. He set up, he really quickly established a limited company specialises in PPE, like the day after lockdown was announced and got a huge, sent a text message to Matt Hancock, who it turns out he was at school with and got a huge fucking £20 million bung wired straight into his Monzo account yeah, <laughs> at an that, hour's notice, be, and the equipment never turned up, and then he just shut the company down, having transferred all the cash to his personal Monzo. Yeah, completely untraceable. That that would have been the final straw for Deaton for me, if he'd done that. that see, we're being forgiven for Deaton, but if Deaton turns out, and no one's, there's no suggestion as yet, there's certainly no evidence as yet to support anything that I've just said. But what mm. I am saying is, we've been on this podcast. We've consistently been quite sympathetic and supportive of Angus Deaton's travails. But if it does so turn far. out that he was involved in taking public money during COVID, right, through duplicitous means or exploiting his own personal relationships with anyone in government, then. I think I can speak on behalf of both. We will draw the line, won't we? We will. We will yeah, no longer we'll make an official statement on the matter. We'll no. We will no longer be in a position to endorse Deaton's return <laughs> as regular host on Have I Got News for You? Yeah, yeah, and that will be a sad moment, but an inevitable moment. You know, you've got to, like you say, you've got to draw a line, haven't you? You've Getting got to draw a line Friday, somewhere. I saw a thing which magazine which of course is the bible for the the active yeah. consumer the agile consumer which, for the, which we, uh, I think we informed, are informed informed consumer informed consumer which have said that only two percent of products in black friday sales uh were cheaper than at any other time during the year so just think on, right? if you're going to splurge a load of money on black friday stuff you're possibly not getting a, a bargain. Yeah, oh speaking of which we're doing a black friday deal on um ifs membership why are you for the winking? top level IFS Turbo <laughs> for this weekend only, if you upgrade, you get what? access to all of the archive and all our exclusive material for just £10 a month. <laughs> Plus VAT. So cash in now. Like, honestly, this is a once-in-a-lifetime deal. Yeah. It's an incredible bargain. It probably will never come back. 10 quid, you'll have fucking content coming out of your ears and your ass. Uh, so jump onto Patreon now and subscribe. Guarantee that it will not be any lower than that next week Correct. or the week after or, or, you won't or six get weeks ago. What you will not get a better price for IFS Turbo. Mm. And I think we're well, also doing deals on IFS Basic as well, which is a yeah, very reasonable just, £3. Just £3, yeah. So if times are tight, that's our Black Friday deal. £3. Mm. 
uh, and it means that you can listen without ads. Might get rid of that one, actually. It doesn't say like it's very good value for anybody. Okay. <laughs> well, that's just it. a little kind of if you want to support us and yeah. ultimately chip away at the um, brands that advertise when we have to put out, when we have to do the vulgar business of putting out episodes uh, via a commercial network who carry adverts that we have no say over. And we don't want to have to have people selling their wares, do we? Not really. No. In an ideal world. Know. No, I, I don't know what to think. Um, but we're going oh, to do some predictions. Right? Let's do some predictions, Sam. Are you ready? All right, yeah, I'm ready. We're fucking focused because we're, we're so far behind that robot fuck. I am trying my ridiculous. best with the predictions. I just don't know. I just, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not very good at... Uh, predicting what will happen in football games <laughs> but I have put thought to it I don't just conjure the scores right. I, but I don't, maybe I don't study the formula but anyway let, let's go alright here we go Nottingham Forest versus Brighton <laughs> Jesus Christ that's, that's a fucking hard one to call I'm nervous now yeah. I'm going to say 2-1 to Forest I'm going to say I'm going to say 1-1 I did actual thinking there. You might have heard that. Mm. Then we've got Sheffield United versus Bournemouth. Now this this just That's feels like a one nil. Really difficult I, one. I, I, I don't want this to be a one nil to Sheffield United because then that'll be three points of results. Yeah. But you just got to just predict what you think, haven't you? Yeah. And I think that will be Sheffield United seem to have kind of they won a match, didn't they, last time? And I think they might win this as well because Bournemouth are a bit. No, you know what? I'm going to go 1-1 one, one for that as well. I'm going to say 2-1 for this one. To Sheffield United? Mm. All right. Burnley versus West Ham. Mm, another reasonably tricky one. But I'm going to say Burnley 1, West Ham 2. I thought you might. Uh, have you predicted anything other than a West Ham win every week this season? I no, I think I have predicted a draw. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think you'll win this one two nil. Uh, Plymouth versus Sunderland, the longest of journeys. Oh my god, the longest journey imaginable. Would you ever consider football, going probably. to that fixture just for fun? I mean, obviously it wouldn't be fun. Just god. For, so you can say I've done the longest journey, and I, I can't imagine why I set off at three fifteen in the morning. Yeah, to get That's to Plymouth on, on time. B- talking to BBC Radio, being stupid. That's the sort of thing mm. that Five Live would do a fucking half hour package on and then keep going back to it throughout the morning, especially yeah. on the worst day for sports coverage, FA Cup third round day, right? The yeah. BBC think everything is interesting on FA Cup third round day. And I have a guy and he's going, and we're going to go to him now. Steve, you're down in, in uh, where are you currently? Well, I'm on a coach and we're currently on the uh, M1 heading south. And we've been, and what time did you get up, Steve? Well, get this, you're not going to believe this. 2 a.m. 2 a.m. I was up <laughs> and we met these lads. It was bacon sandwiches, cups of tea. We were on the coach and we got going out of Sunderland at uh, 3 p.m. and well, yeah. at 3 a.m. And, uh, well, it's been, the atmosphere is great. People are starting to wake up. And how long do you predict till you get there? We predict, according to my sat-nav, notwithstanding traffic, we've still got another four hours on the road. Well, that's just 
fantastic. And it really is what FA Cup third round day is all about. And that's why we love this competition. No, it is not. It is not why we love competition. It's fucking boring. You can't just say football fans are going to a place and think that that's inherently interesting, BBC Five Live. It's, it's fucking not. weird. Oh, yeah, it's fucking weird. It's like... We're going to a place that's quite a small place that doesn't often get talked about on the radio. Isn't that amazing? No, it's actually quite fucking patronising. Guess where we're going? No, it's not London and it's not Manchester either. It's Plymouth. Can you believe it? And that's what makes your licence fee so worth it. That's fucking boring. Plymouth is... I don't want to hear about Plymouth. Who cares? We're going uh, We're going back over to Steve now uh, for an update. Steve, how, yeah. where's it going? Oh, we've just left the services on yeah. the M1. Uh, some of the guys here have just had a knife fight with some Leeds fans. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> and we can talk to Bob now. Bob's bleeding quite badly from the abdomen. <laughs> Bob, talk us through that. Yeah, well, they started singing at us, didn't they? And uh, they started singing at us outside of WH Smith's. And I've just <laughs> we gone in... I'd gone in to buy some Wrigley's Extra and they, they got really fucking leery and things escalated quick and someone put it wasn't actually was it a knife Steve that he's having no it was a screwdriver oh a screwdriver quite blunt <laughs> yeah which actually made the stab wound a lot worse well yeah, that's uh, uh, amazing that really is I, amazing I, I wasn't I wasn't packing anything so I just grabbed one of them what's it called San Pellegrino I grabbed <laughs> one of them smashed the end off it and I went out with that what you got to yeah, do? What you uh, got to do, uh, haven't you? Uh, uh, my, uh, my mate Gary, he got a. Uh, um, he went to you know the sort of shop. I don't know what it's called, but you know they have that stand in the services that just sells mobile phone chargers and cases and that. <laughs> yeah, that he he got a mobile phone charger for a Samsung Galaxy, and uh, <laughs> he tried to pull it out of the packaging because he he figured he could hit someone in the face with a with a three pin plug. <laughs> And it'd do a lot of damage, like, but he couldn't get out of the packaging because you know that plastic packaging, you need a pair of scissors, man. And he was like, Well, if I had a pair of scissors, I wouldn't need the charger, would I? So and he, he ended up hitting this, someone. It says frustration free packaging on the fucking box. Well, I'm really frustrating. Frustration because that is, that is, <laughs> that was frustrating to him, I can tell you. But as it happened, the edges of the plastic packaging are that sharp that he did manage to actually slash someone across the face with it without actually opening <laughs> the plug, you see. <laughs> and plastic. then what we did was we got one of them, we pinned him down, we forced him to eat a tub of our own that we'd taken from the Smiths, <laughs> but a large jumbo one, and it lacerated the innards of his mouth. <laughs> we had two. One of them we were feeding in his mouth, the other one we were stuffing up his ass. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, that's, that's just wonderful. That's the magic of the it's FA really Cup great. for you. Things are really picking up here. And, oh, we got to go now. But and back to you boys in the studio. Look, I'm sure. Well, we'll be going back to Steve throughout the morning, as we already have been. He's on his way from Sunderland to Plymouth. It sounds like a very lively journey. And um, it's just terrific fun. And it really sums up. Uh, it sums up FA Cup third round, doesn't it, Pat Nevin? Ah, uh, yeah. And do you have <laughs> Pat Nevins in the studio with me? Do you have great fond memories of FA Cup third round? Yeah, I remember there was a time when Chelsea had to go all the way to a place called Charlton in South London. <laughs> uh, it must have been about 1983, and David Speedy was on the coach, and he was showing his ass out the back of the window, you know. <laughs> I remember our bus driving past Big Ben on the way there. 
Uh, it was absolutely amazing. And, and, and I remember thinking then, this really is the spirit of the cop, of the FA Cup. Not just the cop, <laughs> the FA Cup third round. So, say that. Say it, Pat Nevin. <sighs> FA Cup third round. Now, even though we're not on camera, pretend to be wiping a tear of laughter away from the corner of your eye. <laughs> because the banter is so superb. Uh, anyway, Plymouth Sunderland, 3-0 Sunderland, I reckon. Mm. What do you think? Uh, I'll say... I'll say... Uh, nil one Sunderland. Fucking hell, long way to go for a nil one. Mm. All right, and then Newcastle United on the Cathedral on the Hill uh, versus Chelsea. Tsunami! Newcastle versus Chelsea. This will be quite a good mm. game. I reckon it's going to be 3-3. Oh, Whoa! I'll go 2-2. Two, two. Mm. I, I don't know what that's based on. Did you see the thing with the Premier League clubs had a vote this week about whether what was or not it? Yeah, get, I saw they were all in whether, a hotel whether, together. What was it whether about? They could, whether they could do loans from other clubs that are owned by the same people. Oh, my God. And, and what did they it's vote? It's basically... Well, they've voted that there's seven clubs now that have got kind of affiliations with other clubs abroad, and they voted... Seven of them voted against being banned from doing loans, so basically it didn't pass. Fucking so hell. now Newcastle can start borrowing players from all of the Saudi clubs, all them players that have gone out to Saudi Arabia, they can start borrowing them if they want to. There are other clubs, Burnley's one of them, I think. Um, I think so Chelsea you're basically, you become a global sporting conglomerate. Yeah. And players can just, and you'll yeah. start being owned by a franchise and they go, it'll become like, well, this weekend, although like New York Red Bull, are in a important game against LA Galaxy. They mm. decide the Red Bull franchise have decided to loan for one week their star man, like whoever it fucking is, yeah, to go and play could, for to go and play yeah. for Salzburg because they're in a top of the table yeah. clash. But I mean, basically, it means that the, the Saudi clubs that have bought up loads of players, they can then start loaning them back to, let's say, Newcastle United now. Like, there's supposed to be a deal. I mean, they could get Ruben Neves, they could get Cristiano Ronaldo, and it just gets around financial yeah. fair play. It's just player laundering. But the thing oh, is... And quite, the, the, and quite the, the, timely after what has happened to Everton, they're fucking getting their ducks yeah. in the line, aren't they, the cunts? Well, the, the, the point I was going to make about it is that the fact that this has happened and this this proposition hasn't passed because there's seven clubs. There needs to be a majority of 14 clubs vote for the, for any resolution to pass. And the Premier League's just been asleep on the job. And this, is, this has come to pass that all these clubs have now got affiliations with other clubs. Yeah. And the, the, it's just massive dereliction of duty by the Premier League. Yeah because they've now allowed this to, to become a thing that can happen and there's no going back from it now. Do you know what I mean? It's just another example of the Premier League it's just fucking sleeping on the job. Yeah, yeah. But with that, anyway. with Everton, it, I feel bad for Everton. It's fucking sickening what's happening. And But one thing, all right, they got done. I think they were banged to rights. Ten points is way too harsh way too harsh I hope they appeal and get that reduced because let's be honest it's a fucking bit of accountancy like don't take 10 points off of them for some iffy accountancy fuck's sake but irrespective of that the thing that annoyed me most obviously because it triggers my uh, deep distaste let's say for Sheffield United and my (laughs) traumatic memories around the Tevez incident 
is I've read, I don't know if it's true, that Leeds and Leicester and Burnley and other relegated clubs from the last two or three seasons are thinking yeah. of suing Everton. Yeah, they are. They are. Yeah. Fucking cunts. Yeah. yeah don't fuck. You got relegated and you got relegated because you weren't fucking good enough. Don't blame the fact that fucking Everton had Richarlison on their team. Richarlison was shit anyway. Everton was shit fucking awful pathetic, as well. It's yeah. a pathetic look. <laughs> fucking grow up. You got fucking relegated. Don't fucking start rifling through little accountancy or admin discrepancies and trying to fucking put a great club like Everton potentially out of fucking business well, that's because the thing. you can't that's the thing fucking that's handle getting Everton. relegated. Yeah, that's the thing that will ruin Everton more than the 10-point deduction because yeah. at the end of the day, if, they're doing they all, all right this season. Sheffield yeah. United nearly put West Ham out of business. For good, right? Mm. It was pathetic. And they got relegated because they weren't fucking good enough. Um, and if they all start doing it to Everton, a great club like Everton, oh, I'll, be, I'll be out there. I'll be out there on the fucking yeah. streets, mate. I won't. I couldn't. I don't care that much. But uh, it'll be, yeah. it's out of order. Don't sue other fucking clubs. All right, that's the episode. Nice bit of football content at the end there for everyone. Yeah, apologies. See you the weekend. So, uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening. We'll be back after the weekend. Or if you're an IFS Turbo listener, we'll be back later today with the latest instalment of Racy's Rocket. Why not upgrade your subscription to Turbo and indulge yourself in all 12 episodes, I think it is, we've done so far? You can always downgrade again afterwards. It's all right. We don't mind. Black Friday deal. Black Friday Friday, deal. Treat yourself. £10 a month. And that £10 a month, it's not just for a few months. If you do it today, that's throughout the year. And almost definitely next year and the year after as well. Yeah. Uh, Thank you very much for listening. Ah, Goodbye. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.